Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed part one of the episode. Press X to continue. No, I'm just kidding. But here's part two. Anyway, wrapping that up, we're going to move on to the Marvel section because Marvel was a doozy. They pretty much dropped a whole lot. new titles every hour. I think there was like one every hour. <laughs> I wasn't there at Comic-Con, clearly, and neither were you. But when I hopped on Instagram, mm-hmm. I saw all of these new movie titles, TV show titles, because somebody in my comments tried it. So I'm like, oh, they're not all <laughs> movies. I'm like, okay, well, dude, first of all, I'm typing this very quickly. I'm at work and I'm multitasking, so kick rocks. Mm-hmm. But I was nice about it, you know. <laughs> anyway, some of the titles they have here, they have Blade, Black Widow, Thor, Love and Thunder, Hawkeye, What If, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Loki, WandaVision, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, <laughs> The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and The Eternals. So <laughs> that's a lot to digest in one go, one day. And this is their phase four since phase three is now done with spider-man far from home being complete and i feel like my brain imploded when i saw this stuff at one time (laughs) it's a a lot lot. it can't i'm still trying to process (laughs) it all i know we mentioned the eternals previously on the podcast i'm not too familiar with eternals comic book wise but i just know some things about it my friends are fans of it they tell me i have to watch it whenever it comes out 2020 is not that far away so i'm excited to see it yeah it should be great marvel just doesn't put out crap content and i'm sure that's gonna turn into something really great even though i'm not familiar with the eternals either i did kind of read up on them a little bit and they basically Mm -hmm. are along the lines of what thanos was so right. okay. that should be interesting because we're basically talking about the Titans, <laughs> you know, so that would right. be really cool. And then the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we have our OGs reprising <laughs> their roles. Anthony Mackie, who I love in like so many things, even though I'm still trying to shake off Black Mirror. Anthony, I love you. I'm still trying to shake that off, bro. It's traumatized <laughs> me, okay? Sebastian stands. It was the Winter Soldier. (laughs) And I think this is going to be really, really good. It's coming to Disney Plus. So how are you feeling about that? I think it's going to be dope. I look forward to seeing him as Captain America. I didn't follow his storyline in the comic book either. I kind of stopped doing the war. But I look forward to seeing what he does. He's a great actor. And like you, I'm still trying to shake the whole Black Mirror episode. Oh, so you finally watched it. You feel me now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my God, you guys. If you want us to talk about another episode, we will. And I'll be down for it. But Black Mirror, this past season was very traumatic for me in so many ways. And that first episode was a doozy. Striking Vipers is the name of the episode. Proceed with (laughs) caution if you watch it. Let us know. How did you feel about that episode? Because... I'm still shaking Please. it off, and it's not, you know what I'm so saying? So many memes. It's not even about, like, they made it weird. You know what I mean? It's it not did. about. It did. <laughs> I, I don't want to say anything without spoiling it. That's why I'm trying so hard to, like, talk around right. it. Right, yeah. But they you made just, it weird because. We'll talk about it. 
of the relationship that was already existing and and you right. have one person that just makes it weird for the other person and the other person doesn't know how to react and so the whole episode is about right. one dealing with that other aggression is that i don't know Situ- it's yes watch it watch you just it. have to watch it <laughs> yeah so anyway moving <laughs> on to the next marvel this one is the movie it is shang chi and the legend of the ten rings not gonna front I am not familiar with this character or this story whatsoever, but oh, that actor is eye candy. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just, well, I didn't see it. You know, you should look it up. I mean, not that that's your thing, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just saying it's pretty cool. And they're actually going to have, uh, let's see, Aquafina, who is, she's, I like, okay, let me just stop by saying that. I love the fact that they're not trying to change these characters and let them live in their ethnicities as they are, you know? Like, you actually have Asian actors playing Asian roles. Thank you. I'm I'm not opposed to changing, like, the uh, ethnicity of characters and stuff. Not at all. Right. But, because, you know, I already talked about, you know, Spider-Man and stuff last week. But when... Yeah. There's so few roles that have people of color. And yeah, I consider Asian people are still people of color. Don't get it twisted. When you have so few of those roles and they're a main role, I love it when you let those people continue to keep, you know, their roles. Right, exactly. you know, Aquafina has been in a lot of stuff as of recently. I hadn't even heard of her until uh, Crazy Rich Asians. But... She's been, no, she's, okay. that's another movie that came out, like, was it last year or the year before? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen but, it. But, like, yeah. she's been around, but I hadn't heard of her until then. And then you have Simu Lu and the title role. And, let's see, Tony Lung as the real Mandarin. So, I'm guessing that they're doing a similar thing to what they <laughs> did in the Iron Man movie where you had the fake Mandarin and the real Mandarin. So that's going to be yeah. really cool, and I'm looking forward to it so much. Like I said, I don't know the story, but mm-hmm. I'm excited to find out what it's about. Yeah, I like the Ten Rings thing. I know of the Mandarin uh-huh. through the Iron Man storyline, and then they actually did a series, a new Iron Man series, back in 2014, mm-hmm. 14 or 15, I can't remember, but it was like shell shaded type stuff anyway it's a good series and they got more into the the rings and the abilities that they have so if this covers all that then i'm definitely excited to see uh this is it a series no it's a movie i look forward to seeing this movie yeah for sure like i said there's not a whole lot of diversity until i think more recently in the comic book and like animation world and stuff like that so you know there's Mm -hmm. and it's not being shady or anything i don't think to say that i feel a different way about them turning roles that are what do you call it traditionally caucasian or whatever and mixing it up Mm -hmm. i feel different about that versus like characters that are traditionally asian or black or hispanic because there's less of those roles to go around you know everything else i mean and if we're going to be real about that 
Let's talk about how they take roles that are traditionally should have been people of color. It's a lot of well, yeah, I'm gonna I wasn't going to say anything. But yeah, they it's a should lot have of, been people so, of color. It's a lot and of stuff. they made it otherwise. Exactly. Like all that Egyptian stuff. Are you kidding me right now? You spend that much time in the sun and you think you're that pale? I don't think so. I don't think so. Right. Exactly. It was a draw, Butler. So, I mean, just yeah. calling it what it is. I'm excited to see this. I'm excited to see these actors in these roles, and I think they're going to do an amazing job because right. I'm I think so too. not crazy familiar with the title role guy. You know, I was joking, like, I can mm-hmm. and stuff, but I'm sure he's a great actor because Marvel would not have chosen him otherwise. They don't put their money behind people that can't right. back it up. We already know Aquafina's legit, and so we're just going to see what yep. happens. Hopefully, you know, they're going to tie everything. It's phase four. So all this is going to tie into something bigger eventually anyway. So I'm just excited for this whole phase four process. And like you're saying, the the cast, the cast looks amazing. And I'm glad they're keeping it 100. That's the best way I can put all right, it. So the so next we'll see. one is WandaVision, which <laughs> off top, <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head was Willy Wonka. Because <laughs> I'm thinking of Wonka Vision. <laughs> And that whole scene in that movie, I don't know. I'm just, I'm weird. But Elizabeth Olsen, who played the original Wanda, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch, you know, and all the Avengers stuff. Paul mm-hmm. Bettany is who played Vision. And so this is going to be about them. And um, is this taking place after the fact? Or okay, I don't know. So I guess they got some explaining to do. This is going to be on Disney+. Plus. And there's more and more stuff where I'm just like, crap, Disney Plus, you're killing me. You're <laughs> killing me. But it's basically right. saying that there is also going to be the little girl who played baby Monica Rambo in Captain Marvel. Yeah, what's her face's daughter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's going to be in there as right? an adult. So it's like years later. So it's years later. She's okay. going to be in there as I an adult. You. And they didn't really give a whole lot of info about it. But I'm interested, if only because of that. And I know Monica Rambeau's whole story and still happy about 007, by the way. But <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to lie. When I first heard Scarlet Witch and Vision, I didn't know what to think. I was like, are they going to just turn this into this like romance novel? Because <laughs> I don't want to watch that. That's, That's what literally it what it's been for those last two movies. And <laughs> I'm not that girl. I never have been. I don't like romantic comedies because for what? <laughs> Who are we helping here? What do we, you know? (laughs) So I wasn't that hype about it. But now that they kind of have her mixed in, and then considering that it's all in that same universe, I have more hope than Mm -hmm. I initially did. All right, so the next title is Loki. Since all the fangirls are out here in these streets, (laughs) they may now (laughs) rejoice because he's getting his own series Starring Tom Hiddleston, and it will be in 2021 on Disney+. Plus. I'm not sure how I feel about it, because I'm going to put it this way. I don't dislike Loki. I do like him. I'm not, like, hardcore fangirl over him. I like that he's kind of a smartass mm-hmm. and puts Thor in his place from time mm-hmm. to time. But I'm wondering what they're going to do with him as a character for the series. I don't know either. I hope it goes more sci-fi because he is very much like his brother out in space and everything like that, too. He can travel like so. So we'll see. I keep my excitement still kind of high, but 
I look forward All to seeing right, that. All right, so the happens. next one is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And, of course, we have Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. And it says this time it's going to be around Scarlet Witch. And so Elizabeth Olsen is going to be Scarlet Witch once again. I love, by the way, that everybody's kind of like dipping and dabbling into each other's universes to keep everything cohesive. Right. But then it also mm-hmm. says they'll connect with WandaVision. So that is her series. And <laughs> this will be in theaters in 2021. Now, some things that I heard about it is that it's supposed to be the MCU's first scary film. And, That's what I heard, too. You know, the director is known for films like Sinister. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with Sinister, but it's one of those, like, paranormal films. Uh-uh. <laughs> You know, like possession okay. and all that craziness. So it has right. a lot of like gothic horror elements and stuff. And um, they still want to try. They still want to try to keep the humor that was in the original movie, but mm-hmm. it's also going to be related to horror. So it's as a horror movie fan. <laughs> I feel like it's very hard to toe that line between making it funny to kind of like ease attention and then tipping the scales over into cheesy, you know, and that's when it becomes a B movie. Yeah. Frankly, you know, but obviously Mm -hmm. Marvel is not going to release a B movie. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that they have to be careful about that line, not to cross it. Right. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I don't know any of the the background behind this. I know there's some villains that people were talking about that I have no idea who mm-hmm. they are. I've never seen them before. That kind of like translates this into a scary or a darker film. I know that Doctor Strange does delve into stuff like this in the comic books. It doesn't tend to be dark, but it tends to deal with some demonic stuff and um, creatures and stuff like that. So... Hopefully it's true to that, and I don't think it'd be too bad. I think it's still PG thirteen. So I kind of wish we'll it see. wasn't though. Don't you like ever think how these Marvel movies it would pan out and how much better stuff. they could be if they just went ahead and and pushed the button and went to R? Like, right? Same as that. What series? The the boys. Yeah. Because like then they don't have to worry so much yeah. about like sugarcoating everything and making it okay for the kiddies. Because sometimes some things are just not meant for kids. And yes, let's be real. Comic books might be animated. They might be cartoons. But at the end of the day, if you actually read the comics, a lot of that stuff is not kid-friendly. And they actually do. Like, even in the older stuff, go way outside of stuff that little kids should be reading. But, again, Mm -hmm. they water it down because it has to be, like, able to be consumed by adults and children. Because, yeah, I was going to say, they're not going to make that money. But sometimes I do wish that they would release, like, maybe an uncut version or something like that. Yeah. On Blu-ray or something like that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Okay, so next, What If. That's the name of it. (laughs) And so, (laughs) yeah, no, it's really a thing. (laughs) There's a a set of comics called What If. And it's the first animated series in the MCU. And Jeffrey Wright is going to be the voice of the Watcher. 
and I had no idea who the Watcher was, so I read up on them. Apparently, it's like this alien beings mm-hmm. that watch over these different worlds, and they're not supposed to intervene, but apparently there's this one, the one that he's supposed to be playing, who does on occasion when things get too out of control, so he kind of like picks and chooses when he's going to intervene. So yeah, there's a bunch of different actors from the Marvel Cinematic Universe that are going to pick up these roles again, but this time instead of them being physically on screen, they're going to be voice talent because it's animated. So I think it'll be really cool to see these people as voice actors and not like on screen because voice acting is a different animal. Mm -hmm. You don't have all the facial expressions and movements and stuff to portray these different emotions. You're having to do it solely through your voice. And that's why I personally think Mm -hmm. that voice actors should be applauded regardless because they're able to do these things without, you know, the aid of visual cues. Right. You don't have, sometimes you don't have your counterpart in front of you and you have to like pretend they're there or just listen to how they may have spoken their line in order to portray yours well. So I yeah, mean, I, we I'm literally do that on the podcast. Okay. Hello. <laughs> right. But we, we hear, we hear each other and we kind of respond off each other, but it's not like I come in, record my part of the podcast and then you got to come in and fill in well, the no, holes, yeah. you know? I mean, it's not even like that. A lot of times they're in the booth, but you're not seeing that and and it all depends on was the animation done first or after are they going to manipulate these animations after the person gets in the booth because sometimes that happens too it all varies Mm -hmm. depending on the project because i watch like a lot of behind the scenes stuff i'm not saying like i'm a pro or anything like that but i have seen all this stuff take place (laughs) in these different aspects where they have to match whatever's already been done because there's some stuff on Netflix like that. Mm-hmm. Or there's stuff where okay. the actors get in there first and then they try to adapt it to what the actors did. Or they'll have most of it done, but the actor did so amazing, they say, hey, let's go alter these to match what they did. I'm not comparing what we do to that, although I kind of did. <laughs> but I'm saying that in the aspect that we are in two different states and we're doing this right now and having to play off right. each other and... Sometimes that becomes difficult, but, you know, it kind of gives you insight to if we're having a hard time doing this and it's not even scripted, imagine how hard it is to do it when Mm -hmm. you have like a whole story to portray. Right. I agree. That's going to be really cool. So moving on to the next Mm -hmm. one, we have Hawkeye. Hawkeye starring Jeremy Renner. Hawkeye. And this one is going to be also on Disney Plus in fall of 2021. So I can only assume this is going to be a series like a show. It will also introduce Kate Bishop. And I don't know a whole lot about it. I did like Hawkeye in Avengers. He was always like angry and brooding, but he still seemed like he had his cool moments. And I'm just curious to see where they're going to take this show. I know that he's supposed to be training somebody to take his mantle, like take his place. That's all I really know about it. I liked him in the last, in Endgame. Like, they really showed how ruthless he can be. So I, I enjoy that. And, yeah, I'm going to watch the series. I, I like mean, stuff I like that. I feel like so. we already knew how good he was at combat from the first time we met him. Because that's when Loki basically took over, like, mind control. <laughs> 
Oh, that is right. Jesus, yeah, I remember basically now. like turned yeah. into a straight up assassin because he wasn't in control of his own thoughts. Yeah, yeah. he's taking everybody and out. And so we know that right. he's pretty legit as far as that goes. But we also see some depth as True. a character from Avengers Endgame. You know, with him and his mm-hmm. family and all that. And then what happens when his family gets taken away. Spoiler alert. But Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. has been out how long now? If you haven't seen it, <laughs> it's no longer relevant. Yeah. We really did. We spoiled it a long but, time ago. <laughs> um, not that part, though. So, and right. it's kind of funny that Hawkeye is the Marvel version of Green Arrow. Anyway, moving on mm-hmm. to the next one. We have Thor, Love and Thunder. That title just seems so cheesy to me. <laughs> it really does. So it sure it does. sounds like it should be like a girly <laughs> anime, bishoujo, or... <laughs> Um, <laughs> potentially the like a, a porn parody. Um, <laughs> that just, is hilarious. There's so many <laughs> things about that that are just like, mm, really Marvel, really. That so, is hilarious. Anyway, Natalie Portman <laughs> is going to be in this thing, and we haven't seen her. I think what since the first Thor movie, right? Wasn't just the first one. Yes. Well, the was she in the second one too? Cause second one. It's been so long. I think it was the Maybe Dark Matter, like I think. But she wasn't, like, prominent the way she was in the first one. But anyway, we have Chris so. Hemsworth, a.k.a. Thor, and Tessa Thompson, a.k.a. Valkyrie. And they're both going to be in it. Mm-hmm. And I hear that um, they're going to make Valkyrie, like, the first LBGT, I don't know, is it character or just in this movie or whatever, but in the MCU. But that's... Okay. Super cool, and I'm down for that because I'm all about everybody having representation and people being able to look at movies and see themselves in it, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Extremely important. Helps progress the future because if you don't see yourself, you kind of don't. You don't pursue certain things. If you can see yourself be something that's been seen as impossible, then, you know, it makes you want to pursue. If you want to be an actor whatever you know if, if you see yourself on screen you know it gives you hope right. that you can actually or you do can it yourself be a badass valkyrie and walk around and kick butt you know what i'm saying kick butt and take names that right you, <laughs> don't, you don't know unless you see yourself so um right natalie portman is going to become like a female thor i know that in the okay. comics they have had a female thor before i don't know how i feel about natalie portman is that just because the way they portrayed her character already seems a little like, huh? Yeah. But I like Natalie Portman. And, you know, I like the whole Thor universe and stuff like that. I just, I'm trying to reserve judgment about this until I actually see some costumes. I see some acting and actual content. But it won't be out right. until 2021. So we have a minute. True. I, uh... I'm like you. I won't hold any, have any like prejudgment, but I know a lot of people made the mistake with Wonder Woman and she did great in my opinion. And I'm hoping that this would be the case with this one too. I don't know how far her acting stuff goes, Natalie Portman, but we'll see what she can so do when she does it. the next topic we're going to talk about is Black Widow. I'm super hype about that because she's one of my favorite Avengers. You guys have already seen that I've been working on that cosplay. Still waiting on my wig, man. My wig is on back order. I feel a way about it. But, <laughs> yeah. I'm about to ask you about that. I mean, like, literally the costume is done and I'm waiting on my wig. Ain't that a be? But anyway, it's all right. about Natasha Romanoff and Scarlett Johansson and 
David Harbour is going to be Alexi, aka the Red Guardian. We have Florence Pug as Yelena. OT, oh my god, please forgive me if I'm destroying these names. OT Fagbanele <laughs> as Mason. And Rachel Wise as Molina. And that's my girl from The Mummy. I like her. And it's going to be in okay. theaters 2020, so we have less time to wait for that. But as a fan of Black Widow, I am really hyped and excited to see this. As a fan of Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, fight me. I'm excited to see this. Okay? <laughs> so, I'm just... When I found out this was actually coming, I got really excited. And I also want to know what actually did happen in Budapest. Hopefully, they will tell us in this movie. Because... Because they do... Yes, Black right, Widow and Hawkeye are always talking about, remember Budapest? It's like their own little private joke that none of us are in on. So I need details. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? I'm excited for it. I look forward to the question. When the movie was first announced a while ago, you would think that she was going to live. I'll keep you don't care. Stuff. But, you, don't care. you know. See? You don't care. I sure don't. Mm-mm. Don't let him fool Spoiler y'all. Alert. He doesn't care that when, much. When... She, <laughs> When she dies, it's like, okay, so the movie has to be a prequel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's the best way I can, can take it. And I was still excited about it. I mean, it sucks it's not something happening afterwards, but I think it's going to be dope. I like her both as actress and as Black Widow and just in other things that she's been in. So I'm going to tell you something. I think it's going to be dope. I feel that in my mind and as a fan, she's not dead. <laughs> there are ways that she could be brought back. <laughs> Tony Stark, do 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 do. Maybe not so much, but <laughs> wow, What's Black Widow, she has a chance. Went there, you know? she does. No, because, I don't like, know. I don't Infinity see it. Stones thing, right? There's all sorts of ways mm-hmm. that you can manipulate people into doing one thing or another, and time coming back and forth. I mean, if they find Gamora, why not Black Widow? So I. Okay, I agree with that. And this, I don't want to discuss it because this goes into like a totally different conversation about like time travel in MCU and all that stuff. But it's, they talk about it being not a web, but like different timelines when you interact with the past. And if the stones were put back at the times they were taken, then there's a possibility that in a different timeline, then she can still be alive. No, that's not true. Just not ours. Because, like I said, Gamora. She was sacrificed. And at this mm-hmm. point, if you haven't seen the first Avengers, whatever. But, like, <laughs> she was sacrificed to get that stone. And yet, everybody True. just assumes she's still alive because they reversed all that crap Thanos did. Right? Well, she's from the past. You don't she's know She's past that. Gamora. You don't know that. I do know because, that. She was with... No, you don't know that. Because there's so many, like, How? reasons why... Different people can be brought back at different times, different things like, yeah, okay, you have like a uh, past Captain America and stuff when they were trying to get the stones initially. We don't know what right. Gamora we're going to see. That's... They have not said. Did they say that? Because I don't remember that. That this is going to be the Gamora from the past. In, her, in the That's next what few I'm movies? Saying. So I if don't they're know. doing that, that with Gamora, know. why could Black... Listen, I just told you as a fan... <laughs> I'm going to hold this little small Kindle flame of hope that she's still alive. Okay. Because I I'm not need blow my girl candle. to still be alive. Okay? Because in a world of superheroes, <laughs> she is still holding her own without superpowers. Okay? True. 
Okay. That's true. That's another argument, you know what? but we'll what you're not going to do is shade Natasha Romanoff <laughs> on today. Okay? I'm glad she's getting her own I movie. Feel it. I'm like, you know what? We're going to box. I'm warming up right now. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so last but not least, we have Blade. There's going to be a remake of Blade. Blade. Mahershala Ali is going to play the character of Blade. <laughs> I am a Wesley Snipes Blade fan, so I don't know how this is going to play out, but I'm hopeful. How about you? I know that uh, Wesley Snipes, I guess, gave him the thumbs up, you know, I think. Who That's did? what he Who was gave saying. Him the thumbs up? So hopefully it's oh, he did? Wes- Wesley Snipes. I think so. I think that's what his comment was saying. We'll see. The only thing about Wesley Snipes is he did martial arts for real. And it brought some authenticity to the movies. I don't know too much about Ali's background in in that regards. But, mm-hmm. you know, Marvel has money and they make things happen. Also, so... before we wrap up the whole Marvel situation, they did not actually mention another sequel to Spider-Man Far From Home. You know, they left uh, Far From Home mm-hmm. with a cliffhanger. I'm not going to say what it is right. in case there's people out there that haven't seen it yet. Although, if you haven't, get on that. It's supposed to be an official announcement of a third Spider-Man film that will deal with the fallout of the developments in Far From Home. And that should be coming up in the next few cool. weeks. The problem is that Sony holds their screen rights to Spider-Man and is the distributor of all the solo Spidey films all the way back to the original Spider-Man. Yeah, How about they sold that already? Too. I did too. But they still own the screen rights. So, yeah. And wow. apparently, right? Somebody and messed apparently up. Marvel has Phase 4 and 5 all planned out. But there will be no Avengers film in Phase 4 because the new phase is all about beginnings. Phase 5 okay. is going to have Blade, which is why it's so far out. Oh, and also, mm-hmm. they confirmed that Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and the intro to the Fantastic Four are all on their way. Right. I know. That's yeah, what I said. Like, I can't even process all of this right now. And they're also still waiting <laughs> for the much-anticipated introduction of the X-Men into the MCU following Disney's acquisition of Fox Properties. But they don't know if it'll be in Phase 5 or beyond. Wow. Right? They got a plan. I know. Where you at, DC? DC Where you at? Y'all ain't ready. You know, DC (laughs) has its moments, mostly Batman related, but y'all ain't ready. Okay, so now let's move on to our next section, which is for the culture. And this week, Rain has chosen the topic, so I'll let you go ahead and explain that to the masses. Hit it. So my topic is basically just the number of streaming services there are out there. And after... San Diego Comic-Con, it just shows you how much more you probably have to pay for to see great content. With the addition of Disney Plus and showing all the Marvel films from now on, like, how much are we really paying for all of our streaming services? Like, how many services do you pay for? Man, listen. The way my credit account is set up. No, seriously. (laughs) I only have, like, I have Netflix, Hulu... Amazon Prime by default because the service comes mm-hmm. with Amazon Prime. And right. that, I believe, is it. Everything else that I watch is either covered through having cable 
like Cartoon Network mm-hmm. is covered through cable. Um, I used to have HBO, but outside of Game of Thrones, I really don't watch it. Then everybody's got mm-hmm. like outside stuff. Like I told you earlier, I just downloaded the DC one. So like they're all over the place. It just depends on what right. I want to watch. Any streaming stuff that I watch usually because I missed the episode on TV and it didn't get DVR'd. Me, I, I'm like you in a way. I have Netflix, Hulu. I had Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll I got, got year. trumped by Hulu because they have simulcast for the stuff that I'm yeah. watching. Right. HBO Go, I still have that. I haven't used it in a while. And, of course, Amazon Prime. But with Disney, Disney coming out with their streaming services. Yeah, Disney Plus, yes. Coming out with theirs. I even PlayStation has their own streaming services. DC has some great shows. You have Young Justice, Krypton, Titans, the... Doom Patrol. What's one that you wanted to see? The Doom Patrol. Right. I hear that's great, too. Amazon has Mr. Robot, The Boys. That that's coming out, out Friday. Well, I I've been 26. seeing it pop well, up maybe on I look my at it wrong. feed. I'll look real quick. Oh, and then you also have what you watch, which is the Maisel. Marvelous Mrs. Okay, I Maisel. see it on yeah. July 26th. And then I used... Okay, so okay. that's what? Is it Friday? Thursday, Friday? Yeah, Friday, I think. But yeah, that's coming out. Uh, Veep was funny. I used to watch that before. And that's on Amazon. You're paying... If you do Amazon streaming, is eight ninety nine a month. Of course, DC will be seven dollars a month. Netflix is thirteen dollars a month. Then they have The Witcher coming out with this eight episodes, and mm-hmm. I think it's late two thousand nineteen. Marvel kind of helped with the, I think, the progression of getting Netflix because you had Daredevil, Jessica Jones, R. Luke R. Cage, Marvel Punisher, Iron Fist. Right. When you get rid of all that, it's like, what are you really watching? I mean, they have some great stuff on Netflix. Don't get me wrong. Now, but. All that's going to move to Disney stuff. You know, Netflix is going to have to be on top of their game. Because off top, with them releasing all of that Marvel stuff now, outside of The Witcher, Mm -hmm. like a lot of the stuff that I used to watch that was even Netflix, like exclusive, has been canceled. Like I Mm -hmm. used to watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt because that, I don't care. That show was funny. It was so ridiculous. Yeah. Pure genius. And that one is over. Um, even like the, mm-hmm. like I told you, the Chelsea show, that one was over. Um, they're taking away all the Marvel stuff. Yeah. You have The Witcher to look forward to. Here and there, they might have like Netflix special movies, but I'm going to tell you, if their content, their original content, does not support the way that Marvel did, which I guarantee it won't because Marvel has its own built in following. Mm-hmm. I will probably right. more likely than not end up dropping Netflix to pick up one of those. Yeah. And it'd be cheaper, too. You can get DC and uh, Disney for the same price yeah. as you pay so for Netflix. So it's like, why would you? And then most of those, too, like, if they do anything like some of the, um, like, it wasn't Crunchyroll. Okay, so, like, I have another one where I watch, like, the K-dramas or whatever and, like, the... Yeah, well, no, Drama, Drama Fever, Fever, did you know that they, like, that place, that's gone now. It doesn't exist anymore. Because I went to what? log on one day after <laughs> not watching it in forever, it's gone. So now I watch Vicky, and that's, like, the new Drama Fever. But okay, they do, like, the reality shows and stuff like that, too, like the overseas ones. And Anyway, the point is, mm-hmm. you can watch certain content after a certain point completely free. But if you want to watch it, like, right as it airs, similar to Crunchyroll, 
you can pay a fee and mm-hmm. not have ads and any of that stuff. So they're basically right. the new drama fever. And I'm saying okay. if they were to do something similar to that, I think that'd be more beneficial to them because there's going to be the diehards are still going to sign up. But then there's going to be the folks like me right. who is trying to save that coin so they can go <laughs> to these conventions. Right. And, um, exactly. And then just go big. ahead and wait a week or two for the new episode to come out. But right. I feel like Netflix is shooting themselves in the foot and don't even know it. And still, how can you raise your mm-hmm. prices when you're giving us less? I know. Yep. I don't know. It's just one of those things where I look at Netflix and I forget that I have it sometimes and they just take the money out and I just, you know, I just have it. They, they're going to get rid of everything that I want to watch anyway. Luckily for them, The Witcher you said is coming. they take your money so, and you forget that you have it. Wow. Sometimes I forget. I, I'm on Hulu most of the time and I just started getting on Amazon Prime or Amazon Streaming. What's wrong with you? I've been catching up. So here's how good I've been. So I've caught up to start season three of Attack on Titan. whatever that show is on Netflix. No, Attack on Titan, I actually started season three. And I'll be done with that probably by this weekend. And then The Place with the Upside Down World, Stranger Things, I'm almost going to be done with that too. So after that's done, then I will venture out and, and tackle all the other stuff. See, the, the fact list that, that you it's even me. a list, you guys, just is a testament to how he doesn't <laughs> watch any of the stuff that he should be watching and waste his time watching things that are approved by Slytherin House. And that is True. why he will always fail. See, I'm, I'm going to get better. That just though. went over his I'm head. I'm going to get better. Okay, so I feel a way. I feel that I love streaming services for the reason that it's on-demand content. You can see things when you Mm -hmm. want to see them. You can pause them. It will save it. But beyond a certain point, like I kind of feel it's counterproductive. Beyond a certain point, sometimes you will pay more for the streaming services than you do for actually having cable and all these channels. And in some cases, there's things you can't access on cable, like this DC, Marvel, Disney content. It's not going to be on cable, so you kind of have to. But stuff that's... yep that you're basically paying for it twice like why would you you know i just i have a love-hate relationship with the fact that everything is going to streaming media now because it's good for convenience purposes it's bad for our wallets right yeah it's bad for our wallets i mean it's also good for like actors to get more things out i think there's a lot more content coming out now than there has been uh, and a lot of people are going to, instead of just doing straight films, they're actually doing TV series or Well, couldn't the series. same thing be said about, like, YouTube? Because, like, that is what I'm, I'm working that's towards true. Yeah, myself. That's true. You know, I haven't done anything yet, and that's something I'm looking into. I've had projects in the past that did not mm-hmm. pan out for whatever reason, and I'm not going into it. But, you know, it's just... Mm-hmm. It just depends on the audience. It depends on the actor. There's other things and and sources. Like, you have fan films and stuff. Like, even though I didn't give it the greatest score or review, I guess. You know, there was that Sailor Moon one I did a review for. 
And it's cool to see people putting out their own content and all of that work that goes into it. I respect it, if nothing else. Like, even though, like I say, Mm -hmm. I didn't give it the greatest review, to be fair, that's a very hard thing to go from, like, anime to live action. And I get that. And I will give you that. Right. And I'm not taking anything away from that aspect of it because I know how hard it is just from my own videos that I put out. That's one of the reasons I don't put them out so mm-hmm. often anymore because with this podcast, with the cosplay, with me trying like do all the acting stuff, it's a lot. I don't have the time that I need to invest in it. And my original goal was not even to like, it wasn't like a money-making thing. I just wanted to do something as a creative outlet and I wanted people to see it the way I saw it in my mm-hmm. mind. And so sometimes that took a minute because... That's not something I was ever trained on, and I taught myself to do all of that stuff, you know? So Hmm. there's that. But, you know, with the right promotion behind it and stuff, you can find really good content and make really good content and put it out for free on YouTube. You remember Machinima did that Mortal Kombat thing, and it blew up. It went viral. I don't think they made any money off of that, but you better believe that they got some, like, traction from it. People started paying attention to Machinima because of it. Yeah, and they had a good good cast, too. You know, it's I just feel like sometimes these companies get too greedy, and they forget about the Mm -hmm. reason that the audience went there in the first place. The reason that Netflix put Blockbuster out of business was a convenience thing. They can still get their movies not have to worry about late fees and get great content. So they kind of pushed Blockbuster Mm -hmm. out. Then they were there and they were like the king of everything. And then other people started to take notice and they took their model and built upon it and made themselves better. Amazon price has still been the same since I've had it. I think it maybe went up a dollar. Yeah. Same year. Whatever. Right, but Not that's much. since it's right. been in existence. Netflix, their asses are going up every quarter or so at this point. Like, and I but know. what you're giving us is not worth the amount that we're having to give you. And I feel at a certain point, you're right. going to cross that threshold where people feel like it's not worth it anymore, especially when you're not putting out the quality content that you had. You don't have exclusives. Yeah, there's The Witcher, but what else you got? Everything else is going to Disney and Marvel. Right. It's getting close, really close to people just like not even wanting to have Netflix, like you're saying, because they're not going to, they're not putting out any real good content and they're losing a lot right. of great content. And like, so. if we want to talk about, okay, you can watch the old stuff. Well, guess what? You can do that also on Hulu. You can, and that has current stuff that's airing right now. We don't have to wait until the season's over to see it. Amazon Prime. Right. Uh, right now, I am going back through my horror movies and watching them. There's like most of the Friday the 13th <laughs> are on Amazon Prime. They're gone oh, off okay. of Netflix. Like nothing. You know, they have like a hmm. lot of B movies still. And I watch those from time to time when I want to laugh. But it is. They're it's regressing. Like they're going backwards. Okay, so moving on to the next topic. <laughs> Rain has chosen our spotlight for this week. And who do you have, Rain? Is it funny? I have... Well... <laughs> no. Breed Neko. 
is a cosplayer that I met this weekend. I actually shot with her once before, uh, I would say last year. And she's an awesome cosplayer. She does a lot of um, embroidery. Uh, is well, she a cat? I don't name, know. I think so. so. I, I think she has a cat cosplay. Right. She has a cat cosplay. In our Instagram, there is like a bubble that says kitty on there. So I'm assuming she has okay. a a love for cats. But her, her needlework is great. Her craftsmanship, like her armor building and weapon building, like props, are it just looks awesome, especially up close. And I got to shoot with her this weekend. She has an Instagram. It's Brie, ne- Brie underscore Neko. That's B-R-I-E underscore N-E-K-O. And we did a photo shoot for Car Captures Sac- Sakura. And you see that on my Instagram too. But she posted on hers. And she also is on Facebook at Brie Neku. No underscore. So it's B-R-I-E-N-E-K-O. Check her out for sure. She's super dope, super nice to work with. So any photographers listening that are in to shooting cosplay, I know she goes to a lot of conventions in Alabama and also in Atlanta. So check her out. She's great to shoot with. Check her work out if you're just fans of cosplay in general. And um, yeah, that's all I got. Cool. So everybody, check her out on the gram, on the social and everything. Give her a follow. Let her know that we sent you. And that wraps it up for this episode of the Geeks Advocate Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to listen, like, share, subscribe with your friends, your fam, your mom and them. (laughs) Bam. All them. Everybody. Everybody. Um, So anyway, you can always... (laughs) Message us at thegeeksadvocate at gmail.com. We are also on social media. Twitter, we are Geeks Advocate. And the other socials, we are The Geeks Advocate, which are Facebook and Instagram. So we're always open to any suggestions, comments, anything that you want to throw our way. And do you have anything else to add, Rain? You said about pretty much everything so definitely give us a follow we do like conversations so leave us comments especially on twitter and instagram and on facebook wherever you see us at just leave a comment we like discussions uh, especially with this whole geek culture stuff so hit us up let us know what you're thinking it's and true, we can tell you what we're thinking there's so much to talk about always always and it is actually us it's either me or it's rain that's responding in these comments so hit us up Let us know your thoughts, and we will see you guys on the next episode.